Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avram Shur. Meseches Rosh Hashanah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yehuda Koenig in loving memory of Malka and Aaron Tzvi Krausman. Rosh Hashanah Daf Yud, the b'risa which begins on Daf Tesema Beis, says, Tanu Rabbonin, Echad HaNeteya, Ve'echad HaMavrich, Ve'echad HaMarkiv, Erev Shaviyas, Shloshim Yoyim, Lofnei Rosh Hashanah, Osaloi Shanah, Umutar L'Kaimon, B'Shviyas. Any type of netia planting, generating the growth of a sapling that is done 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, two halachas are true. Number one, it is also loyashana, which means that those 30 days that remain until Rosh Hashanah are considered the first year of the life of the tree, such that after that, you only need two more years in order for it to be considered not arla. Number two, it's mutal kaimam b'shviyas because it's not considered as if I planted it close enough to shviyas. Because the teisefes shviyas only begins 30 days before. However, if it's pachas mishloshim yom l'thein Rosh Hashanah, if it's less than 30 days until Rosh Hashanah, lo'i osa lo'i shanah, it is not considered like a year has passed. V'asa l'kaimam b'shviyas. It's too close to shviyas if it was planted within 30 days to shviyas. Continues the b'risa, u'peres netiyazu asurin ad tu b'shvat. The peris of this sapling are going to be usur until tu b'shvat. Im la'arla, arla v'im la'revai, revai. What does this mean? We mean to say that although this tree's life started before Rosh Hashanah, you would think that when your three years are up, it would lose its din arla the exact same time of the year. And then the fourth year, a year later, it would now have a din that it's totally mutter and it's not even considered netarivai. However, says the Gemara, that is not the case because you have to wait until Tu Bishvat for it to be considered no longer Arla and for the fourth year to be over and that it should lose its din of netarivai, you also need to pass the date of Tu Bishvat. Now there is a big machloikas rishonim how to understand what does this statement of the Brisa relate to. And the two basic shittas are the Rambam and the Raivan on one side, and on the other side, the Ran, the Balamar, and the Ritva. And we'll soon discuss what exactly Rashi's position is in this Machlech Zrishonim. The Machlech Zrishonim is as follows. We just learned at the beginning of the Brisa two halachas. One halacha relates to a person who planted more than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, and the other is when the person planted less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. And what we learned was that if you planted it 30 days or more before Rosh Hashanah, then that 30-day period is counted as year number one, and Rosh Hashanah starts year number two. Masha'enkin, if you planted it within 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, then you cannot count the remaining period until Rosh Hashanah as year number one. So according to the Rambam, the last statement in the Braisa, that Peiris Netiyazu are Aser until Tu B'Shvat, relates to the first case of the Braisa and not the second case. Meaning, if a person planted within 30 days, which is the second case of the Braisa, then of course you don't have to wait until Tu B'Shvat for it to become no longer Arla. Rather, we say that year number two begins the next Rosh Hashanah. The Rosh Hashanah after that begins year number three. And when you reach the fourth Rosh Hashanah, you already finished the three years of Arla. You do not have to wait until Tubishvat of that year in order for it to lose its Din Arla. The statement of the Brisa, though, relates to the other case, to the first case of the Brisa, where you planted it 30 days or more prior to Rosh Hashanah, then your first year ends immediately 30 days later when Rosh Hashanah comes, and that's when you start your second year. Your second year ends the following Rosh Hashanah, at your second Rosh Hashanah. Your third Rosh Hashanah ends already your third year. 
In that case, the Brisa comes and is Mechadish that even though, theoretically, your third year has ended with your third Rosh Hashanah, you still are not allowed to eat those Peris yet until Tu B'Shvat following that Rosh Hashanah. Furthermore, the Brisa is Mechadish that Netaravai does not end until a year from that Tu B'Shvat. That is the Shita Saramam and Perak Tes, Hilchus Meiser Sheni, that the Ravai, Halacha Tes through Yur Aleph. The Shita of the Ran Balamur and the Ritva, as well as some other Rishonim, is that no matter what, you have to wait until Tu B'Shvat to end your Din Arla. So, even in the case where you planted it within 30 days, we don't say that after a full three years from that Rosh Hashanah, you finish your Arla. Rather, you have to wait until the following Tu B'Shvat. The Ravid over there agrees to the Rambam and says that the Mukar of the Rambam is from Yerushalmi. And he also proves it from the Lashon of the Brisa because the Brisa says, Uperes Netia Zu Asurin Ad Tu B'Shvat. Which is mashma that the Brisa is singling out one of the trees that we discussed in the beginning of the Brisa. Otherwise, the Brisa would have said, Uperis Natia Asurin Ad Tubishvat. By saying Uperis Natia Zu, it sounds like we're referring to one of the two cases that were mentioned earlier. Furthermore, from the Lashon of the Gemara, we see, like the Shita Sarambam, because the Gemara, when it asks for the Makar for this din, Minani Mili, Amrab Chiyabar Abba, Amrab Yoichanan, Umotubam, Mishmeder Vyanai, Amar Kro, Ubashana Horeviz, Ubashana Chamishis, Pa'amim, Sheberviz, Vadayan Asura, Misham Arla, Upa'amim, Shebechamishis, Vadayan Asura, Misham Revai. Which is mashma that not in all cases do you have to wait until Tubishvat. It's only Pa'amim, sometimes. So that's three rayas that the Ravid brings to the Shittas Rambam. Number one, the Lashon of the Yerushalmi. And we'll quote the Lashon of the Yerushalmi. Amar Rebbe Bar Mamol, Kumireb Zeira, Nirim Devarim B'Shenata Shloishim Yoyim Lefnei Rosh Hashanah. This idea that the Peris of the Netiyah are Asura Ad Tubishvat, because that's what he's going on, is Nirin. It appears that that would be true only if you planted the Netiyah 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. Avlem Nata Paches Mishloishim Yoyim Lefnei Rosh Hashanah, Shana Shlema Moinim Lo, you count one full year. Which means that you don't have to look at Tubishvat, you just count the years from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. So that's Raya number one. Raya number two, he says, is that the Lushan of the Brisi is Uperis Natiya Zu, which is Mechlal de Ika Natiya de Layamrin and Hachi. The Lushan Zu denotes that there is some other Natiya that doesn't have this din. It's only a specific Natiya that we say this by, and says the Ravid that's referring to Dafka where you planted it 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. And thirdly, from the Lushan Pa'amim Shebereviyas Vadayin Asur Mishim Arla, Pa'amim Hudamrin and Hachi, it's only sometimes that we say this. Veloy Kolsha. However, the Balamur answers all three of these tainas. In fact, he says that the Yerushalmi is actually a riot to his shita. And this has to do with the differences in Girsois and the Yerushalmi. The Girsa that the Balamur has in the Yerushalmi is mashma pretty clearly that the same din would hold true even if you planted it within 30 days before Shoshana. As far as the Lashen Netiyah Zu says the Balamor, that's not referring to Dafka, the Resh of the Brisa. Netiyah Zu goes on the entire Brisa, and Netiyah Zu means that the Paris of this Netiyah, that is Goyrim the Isser Arla, is Asr until Tubishvat. Meaning to say that the Balamor does not feel that the word Zu is singling out a specific Netiyah, rather it's a reference to any Netiyah. We don't want to use the Lashen Uperis Netiyah Asura Ad Tubishvat because we mean to say the Paris of this Netiyah that involves the Isser Arla, which was the subject matter of the beginning of the Brisa, the entire beginning of the Brisa, the Reisha and the Seifa, you should know that the Isser is Nimshach until Tubishvat. The reason, says the Balamor, that it says in the Gemara Pa'amim is because he says that it's very uncommon 
forbidden for fruits of a tree to begin blossoming during the period in between Rosh Hashanah and Tubishvat. That's very early in the season. So even though any time the netiyah is planted, you're going to have to wait until Tubishvat. But in most cases, the chanita of the pre doesn't take place anyway until Tubishvat. So the case of being during the revias and it's still being usher, Mishum Arla is uncommon. Now the shita that needs the most Hezber is the Rambam. Because if there's a din that the Shnas Revai can only start with Tu B'Shvat, then that din should be true across the board. Why should it make a difference if you planted it within 30 days before Rosh Hashanah or not? The only thing 30 days before Rosh Hashanah does is gives you an extra year. But once those three years are over, just like you have to wait until Tu B'Shvat, when you planted it 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, so too you should have to wait until Tu B'Shvat when you planted it closer to Rosh Hashanah. And as Rashi says, Rashi explains that the reason why you have to wait until Rosh Hashanah is because even though Legabe the Din Nitiyah, which is the three years of Arla, the Rosh Hashanah is Aleph Petishrei, nevertheless, once it becomes three years old, it turns into an Elon, it's no longer an Etiyah. And the Rosh Hashanah Le'Elon is Tu B'Shvat. So being that the Rosh Hashanah Le'Elon is Tu B'Shvat, it shouldn't make a difference when it turns into an Elon. If it turns into an Elon on the third Rosh Hashanah because you had the right to use the first 30 days as one year, or if it turns into an Elon on the fourth Rosh Hashanah because you didn't have the right to count that first month until Rosh Hashanah as one year, Either which way, it is now an Elon and you should have to wait until Tubishvat, like the Shita of the Balamar and those other Rishayim. So the Ran explains Bedasa Rambam, and this is how the Kesef Mishnah over there also assumes is the Pshat in the Rambam, is that the Svara is that only by an Etiyah that we were Makel in the beginning and we allowed you to use those 30 days as a year, we're Machmir in the end and we require you to wait until Tubishvat. But this is a Pella. And as the Taisa Rosh says, this is because you were Machmir, you're Makel, Lab Mishim Chumrahu de Machmirin Allah, Lefisha Ein Hashanim Shlemais, Elixiris Akosafu. The reason why we tell you to wait until Tubishvat is not because we're being Machmir on you, based on the fact that we were Makel in the beginning. The reason why you have to wait until Tubishvat is like we said, the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan doesn't begin until Tubishvat. And the Ran actually, when he brings down the sheet of the Rambam and the Balamor, he explains more in terms of the Taina against the sheet of Rambam. He says the reason why we consider Tu B'Shvat as being the Rosh Hashanah for Elon is, as he says, Since a tree grows based on the rainwaters from the last year, any fruit that blossoms in between Tishrei and Tubishvat, Hainu Machmas Yenikas Mayim Shalafne Rosh Hashanah. That is because of the Yenika from the water, from the rainwater that fell before Rosh Hashanah. Ume Oisa Yenika Chantu Peris Halalu. And it is from that Yenika that these Peris sprouted. Ulafikach, says the Ran, Harehenki Ilu Chantu Koidim Tishrei. It is therefore considered as if they were Chantu. They took root and sprouted before Tishrei because the reason, the Siba, why they took root now before Tubishvat is because of the rainwater that fell before Tishrei. The Chanotazu Misraf Shalifnei Tishrehu. It all comes from the sap that was generated in the tree from before Tishrei. So the Ran says much more. It's not Xeris HaKosav simply that you go after the Tubishvat to consider it a new year. Really, the new year, says the Ran, begins at Rosh Hashanah. It's just that if the Paris blossom before Tubishvat of this year, that's a simon that they really had their cause to blossom from before Rosh Hashanah, and that's before your three years are up. 
Memela says the Ran, since this is the reason, given the high new time of the Milsa, Lekele Fluge, Benata Shloshim Yoim Lufne Rosh Hashanah, Ipachas became. It should make no difference if I planted it 30 days before Rosh Hashanah or within 30 days to Rosh Hashanah, because it's really always Aleph Betishrei that is considered my Rosh Hashanah. If you planted it more than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, that's your first year, and then you have two additional years. So your third Rosh Hashanah is really the end of your three years, and the only reason why you have to wait until Tubishvat is because if you see the Paris beginning to sprout before Tubishvat, then you know that they really had the Siba, the rainwater from before Rosh Hashanah, and they're considered Paris of the third year, and they're still Arla. So the same thing would hold true if you planted it within 30 days Rosh Hashanah. You don't have the right to count those few days until Rosh Hashanah as your first year, so you start counting with Rosh Hashanah, and now you have to give it another three Rosh Hashanahs, but you should have the same Svarah. That after the third Rosh Hashanah, any pre that sprouted before Tubishvat should be considered a pre that's a product of the earlier year before Rosh Hashanah and should be considered Peris Shel Arla. So before we come to answer the Shita Sarambam and explain the Svara behind the Rambam, we first need to discuss what is Rashi's position as far as the Machloik is between the Rambam and the Balamor. Does he hold that you wait until Tubishvat, whether you planted the tree? 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, or you planted it within 30 days to Rosh Hashanah? Or does he hold, like the Shita of the Rambam, that the only time that you have to wait until Tubishvat is in the case where you planted it 30 days before Rosh Hashanah? So the Pnei Yeshua is Medayik Rashi, Debar Maschul Upeirais. When Rashi explains this halacha that you have to wait until Tubishvat, and that even though it's considered like three years are over, nevertheless the Peiris that grew from Rosh Hashanah until Tubishvat are still considered Arla. Rashi says the Lashen, Lekach ha'ilula lamed shelifnei Rosh Hashanah, shememaher hatera mitubishvat va'ad Rosh Hashanah. Rashi's saying that had we not had those first 30 days, the first year, then you would have had to wait all the way until the fourth Rosh Hashanah. Since you had those first 30 days, you're allowed to consider it already Netaravai starting from Tubishvat. So Rashi clearly says that in the event that you did not have those 30 days and your Rosh Hashanah was the beginning of your three years, then the three years end fully with the fourth Rosh Hashanah. It's only in the case where I had those extra 30 days because I planted it 30 days before Rosh Hashanah that we have the whole din that you wait until Tubishvat and that that's when your Netaravai is going to begin. So we see that Rashi holds like the Shita of the Rambam. So now the Kasha that the Ran asked is not only a Kasha on the Rambam, it's a Kasha on Rashi. And this is generally the assumed Shita of Rashi. The Rosh in Hilchas Arla seems to say that this is the Pshat in Rashi. The Shach in Yordea, Simeresh Sadik Dalit, Sifkat and Yud also says that Rashi is like the Shita Saramba. However, now that we know that Rashi also is like the Rambam, we can give a very simple answer to the Ran's Kasha. And this answer could be found in the Torah Zeroim, in Shviyas, Perak Hei, Mishta Aleph. Because the Ran's whole Kasha was built on the understanding that when we say Tu Bishvat is the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon, it does not really mean that Tu Bishvat has any significance. It's like we explained, it's a simon. Really the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon is Aleph Betishrei. When fruits blossom in between Rosh Hashanah and Tubishvat, we know that they really are growing based on last year's rain and they're considered Paris of last year. Now that happens to be the Shita of Toisvis and Daf Yudalit Amid Aleph as well. 
Toysvis over there in the Ramaschal Be'echad says, Kol hachanutim koidim zman hazeh hainu al gishmei shana shalifnei tishrei. Toysvis explains that it is Xeris HaKasav like we learned in our Gemara, but the point behind Xeris HaKasav is that because they grow from the rain from last year, it's considered like Paris of last year. So that means that the real Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan is Echad B'Tishrei. However, Rashi over there in Daf Yudal Ramadalaf, in Dibra Maschil Hoyu, is Mavur that Tubishvat is not a simen, that the Paris are really considered the Paris from last year. Rather, Tubishvat is its own Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan. And Rashi explains that since until Tubishvat, most of the winter's rain has fallen already, because the rain season begins in Cheshvan. So you have Cheshvan, Kislev, Teves, and the first two weeks of Shvat, which is most of the winter. This is the time that it's the derech for the trees to begin their blossoming. Meaning to say that the day of Tubishvat is Nikva as the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan because it has its own inherent value. Not as a simon what happened back on Rosh Hashanah, rather because it itself is the time that it's the derech for the trees to start blossoming. Now once we know this to be true, we have to ask the following question. How in the world can we have two Rosh Hashanahs for the same din? Meaning, we know that the Rosh Hashanah for Natiyas, which is Negev, the Din Arla, is an Echad B'Tishrei. Now just because after three years it turns into an Elon, how do we justify saying that the years of Arla are Nikva according to Echad B'Tishrei, and they're also Nikva at the end based on Tu B'Shvat? That sounds like an impossibility. Now, Bishlama, according to Toysfis, that's not a stira. Because according to Toysfis, the Rosh Hashanah for Natiyas is an Echad B'Tishrei. And the fact that we use Tu B'Shvat at the end does not mean that we're ignoring the fact that L'Natiyas, L'Inya the Din of Arla, the Rosh Hashanah is Echad B'Tishrei. In fact, we're saying that it still is Echad B'Tishrei. It's just that Tu B'Shvat is a simon, as we explained before. But according to Rashi, that Tu B'Shvat has its own inherent value, you cannot use two separate dates for the same din. So even if we know that Tu B'Shvat is the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan, and as Rashi explains in our Mishnah, that's Negev, the din of Meiser, but once we decided that for Nitiya, for the din of Arla, the Rosh Hashanah is an Echad B'Tishrei, you cannot change that at the end of the three years. So what in the world is our Gemara talking about? The answer is, and this you can find in the Turi Evan and Daf Yudalid, that it's a din Rabbanah. Really, Midairaisa, the din of Arla ends at the end of three years, and it's Nikva according to Rosh Hashanah, which is Aleph Petishrei. The Rabbanan chose to be Machmir since at that point it already has turned into an Elon, and Le'inyan Meiser, the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon, is on Tubishvat, so we say wait until Tubishvat. Once it's a Chumrad Rabbanan, we can understand what we learned according to the Shita Sarambam. And Rashi holds like the Shita Sarambam, Lushitasai. When is it that the Rabbanan chose to be Machmir on him? Only in a case when we were Makel in the beginning and we gave him the 30 days since he planted it. 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. But in the event that the person didn't get that kula, Chazal did not choose to be machmer on him. So that answers the Ran's kasha. The Ran was asking his question because he understood like the Toysvis, as the Ran says explicitly. And if you understand like Toysvis, there's no makam to differentiate between when you planted it 30 days before Rosh Hashanah or within 30 days. But if you hold like the Shittas Rashi, then there's no way to learn the introduction of the din of Tubishvat in our sugya other than to be a din drabbanan. Because it cannot work hand in hand with the original Rosh Hashanah, which was Aleph B'Tishrei, like it can according to Shittas Toysvis. 
And since it can't work hand in hand, it's got to be a Dindra Banan. Since it's a Dindra Banan, we could differentiate between the two cases as to when the Rabbanan chose to be Machmer on him. As we explained earlier, this is the way the Kesef Mishnah learns Medasa Rambam that the only reason why we're Machmer on him and tell him to wait until Tubishvat is because we were Makel on him in the beginning. Both days are brought, the Rambam and the Balamor, and the Shachanarch is not Machriya between the two. The Taz and the Shach bring down from the Rosh and Hilchas Arla that nowadays there's no Nafkamina because there's no Chanot in any tree before Tubishvat anyway. The Chazan Ish in Arla, Simon Yud Beis, Ois Hay says that in Arla from Eretz Yisrael, you should be Machmer like the Balamor and the Ran. Meaning to say that in Arla's Chutzlarts, which is only Durabana, and there's no reason to be machmer. But when you deal with the Raisa, like Arlas, Eretz Yisrael, then you should be machmer like the Balamor and the Ran, that even when you planted it within 30 days from Rosh Hashanah, you still have to give it until Tubishvat. Let's go on to the next Indian. The Gemara says that from the fact that we consider the first year in our sugya to be comprised of a 30-day period, you see that it's only Shloishim Yoim, which is considered a Shana. The Gemara says, Let's say that our Brisa is not going like Reb Meir. He says that one day in a year is considered a year. The place where Reb Meir says this is the Gabi, the din of Par. A Par has to be a three-year-old in order to be kosher for Kerb that the Torah requires a par. And Reb Meir is the one who holds that a par All you need in order for it to be considered a three-year-old is 24 months plus one day. Reb Lazar argues and says you need 24 months plus an additional 30 days. Now Toysfis in Dibra Maschel ben Choft Adot Chodesh V'yayim Echad points out, It's not like all dinim that we say that one day in a year is considered a full year. There are certain dinim that you have to have even a me'eslaes, which means that in order for us to consider a person a certain age, you need the complete passage of time. So that if, let's say, a gadol is only a gadol if he's Yud Gimel Shanim. The halach is that you have to have Yud Gimel Shanim V'yayim Echad to ensure that there were a complete 13 years that passed. So this makes our sugya very confusing because why should it be any different when we deal with the age of an animal? If age is something that when you need it, the Torah requires the full passage of time and you have no right to consider the last year a year even when it's less than a real year, then why, with regards to Bakar being three years old, or Arla being three years old, why do we accept the Yom Echad B'Shana Chashav Shana or Shloshim Yom B'Shana Chashav Shana? This is a Ha'ara that can be found in the Pnei Yeshua in our Sugya. Now you may be attempted to differentiate between a case where you need a certain age, like Yud Gimel Shana, we have to ensure that the child has now a full 13 years old, and the case of the par, where we don't have to have an age of the par, perhaps all we need over there is that the par is in his third year. And the machloik is between Reb Meir and Reb Lazar is whether to be considered sufficiently within the third year, as if the third year has properly started, you need a 30-day period to have passed, or it's enough to have one day. And this is a suggestion that the Sefer Birkash Shai makes. The only problem is, though, that then, what's it got to do with the case of Arla? By Arla, the Torah tells you that Shalosh Shonim, 
for three years, it's considered Arla. So we have to answer, and although the Shai doesn't point this out, but we could say that by Arla, the Torah never told you that it has to be a certain age in order for it to not be Arla. It doesn't say that it has to be a three-year-old tree. Rather, it says that for three years, Shalishanim, you are Elam. Now since Echad B'Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah Lintia, so year number one will end at Rosh Hashanah. For three years, the Paris were Arla, even though the first year was not comprised of a complete year. Because during the first year that it was exposed to, the Paris were Arla. Once Rosh Hashanah passes, this tree is being exposed to a new year. So when the question is, how old is a certain thing? What is its age? Then you need a certain passage of time. You have to have 13 full years. But when the question is, which year are you in? You don't have to have a complete year because you're already in the new year since Rosh Hashanah passed. So you'll ask them, what does that have to do with the machloikes legabe apar? The answer is that just like we explained by apar, the machloikes of Tuner Meir and is, when is it considered having properly entered into the third year? Reb Meir holds, going in one day into the third year means it was exposed to the new year. And Reb Lazar holds that it needs to be a full 30 days. So too legabe arla, in order for it to be considered having existed in that first year, having been exposed to that first year, you would have the same machloikas. So it comes out that when you need to have an age of somebody, like a 13-year-old, we don't use yom echad b'shana or shloshim yom b'shana chashiv shana, because you need to have him be a certain age. You have to have the passage of time of 13 years. 13 years did not pass when the 13th year was only a partial year. But when all you need is that the thing should be exposed to a year, there's a machlekes Reb Meir and a Lazar. What is considered significant exposure to that year? Reb Meir holds as soon as you're exposed to one full day in that year, you're considered having been exposed to that year, and that is true. Bain Lagabe, the din of a par, because in order for him to be considered a par, he has to have been exposed to his third year. And it would also be true, says our Gemara, Legabi Arla, because for us to say that we were Noyig Arla for three years, we don't need that we were Noyig Arla for full three years. We need that during three years we were Noyig Arla. And the proper exposure to the first year would be, according to Reb Meir, with one full day in that year. According to Rabbi Lazar, both of these dinim require a full month, because until you are exposed to a full month within that year, you're not considered sufficiently exposed to the year. So that's true, Bain Lagabe Par, that the animal is not considered having properly entered his third year until 30 days pass. And Lagabe Arla, our Gemara is saying that if it wasn't exposed to the first year, Al Yudei being Noig Arla for a full 30 days in that year, then we can't consider it having been Noig Arla of Shalosh Shanim. Shalosh Shanim requires that it was minimally exposed to 30 days during a year. Then we can comfortably say that we were Noig Arla during three years. Now this Hasbara can help us understand the following Nakuda. Because the first attempt the Gemara takes when trying to answer the question that the Brisa is the Loiker of Meir, because according to Reb Meir, Yom Echeb Shana and our Brisa is requiring a full 30 days, the Gemara says perhaps Reb Meir only said his din that Yom Echeb Shana Shanim, which means when the Yom Echeb is serving as the end of my three years, like it does by Par, then Reb Meir says that Yom Echeb Shana But when it's functioning 
as the beginning of my three years, like it's doing in the case of Arla, then we don't say the concept of Yom Echa B'Shana Choshev Shana. Asks the Rashash, if this is true, then Enech Enami. You may tell me that in the beginning of the three years, I can only use 30 days and not one day in order to be considered my first year. But why don't we say that at the end of the three years of Arla, after having a complete two years, all I should need is one day to go into the third year, and then it's no longer Arla. Just like we do by par. We say that it's considered a three-year-old par as soon as one day, or 30 days, passes after my two years. Answers the Rashash that when we say, Yom Echeb Shana, we never mean that one day is considered like a full year. Rather, like we explained before, one day is considered sufficient exposure to a year. And so when the halacha is that you have to be considered having started the third year, then you're considered having started the third year, le'inyin, the din of a par. But le'inyin arla, even if you were to tell me that the first day of that year is considered exposure to the third year, that doesn't mean that after that first day, you're no longer in the third year. You're just being exposed more to the third year. And this is gufa why a cotton who's 12 years and one day is not considered a bar mitzvah. Because there, the halacha is that he has to be 13 years old. He's not a gadol by becoming exposed to his 13th year. He's a gadol by having the age, the passage of time of 13 years. So when the exposure is in the beginning of the three years of our law, then we could say that looking back after this 30-day period passes, or this one day passes, and then you have an additional two years, we could say the tree has been exposed to three years. But if it's at the end, then although you've now been exposed to your third year, but the next day is some more exposure to that third year, and it's still considered within your three years of our law. Now this same Nakuda is the basis for a kasha that the Aruch Liner asks in the next line of the Gemara. Because after suggesting that perhaps Reb Meir only said his halacha by Saif Shonim, like in the case of Par, but not in the case of Arlo, which is Tchila Shonim, Rava answers, V'lav kavachaymerhu. It's a kavachaymer. And he brings a kavachaymer from the case of Nida. By Nida, the din is that as soon as she starts seeing Dam Nida, the din da'iraisa, is that that day, plus another six days, she's Tameya. Because the Pasuk says, Shivas Yomim Tia Benidasa. She has to remain Anida for seven days. Now, even though the din is that she has to be Anida for seven days, the first day that she saw could be in the middle of the day. And that's counted as one day. So we don't say that since the beginning of the day was lacking, she didn't see Dam Nida at the beginning of the day. This is not considered one day of Nidus. So over there, in the beginning of the Nidus, it helps me to use the end of the first day. Nevertheless, at the end of the Nidus, on day number 7, even if she were to have seen only in the morning, we don't say now it's over and in the afternoon she could just go to the mikvah because she already has finished her seven days. We don't say that. So the Gemara says that there's a kavachaymer. Because if by nida, although at the end of her nidus we are not willing to recognize the start of her seventh day as being considered a full day, and yet in the beginning of her nidus we're willing to recognize the end of her first day as being one full day of nidus. So kol shekain legavi the din of yom echa b'shana chashav shana that at the end of the par's three years 
we're allowing the beginning of that third year to be considered a yom echad b'shana chashiv shana, and it's considered a par who needs three years, then kol shekein the din of yom echad b'shana should operate in the beginning when it's the end of your first year. Such as in the case of Arla. That is the Gemara's Kavachaymer. So the Arch Lener asks, what kind of Kavachaymer is that? And listen to his Lushen. Kashali. Even though we say that Yom Echad B'Shana is considered a year, it's not like the year has finished. We don't say that if this day is considered one year, you don't say that the next day starts a new year. That we definitely don't say. Shana b'yoyim echad the year that began being counted al yaday that one day nishar shana ad nishmu koyim shana it remains that same year until the year gets finished and he says v'chein le'inyan yoyim the same thing would be true l'gabi yaday afagav darmina mitzvah yoyim kekuloi even though we say that part of the day is considered like the whole day. So it may be true that on the seventh day when she started seeing Dam at the beginning of the day, that's considered like this day is a day with Dam. Nevertheless, Mikomokem, he says, Gam The end of that day is also considered like this day. What is the Kasha from Nida to the Shana of Par? The Gemara is trying to say that there's a Kavachimer because by Nida we don't allow the end of your Nidus to suffice with a he says that's not true. We do allow it to, to fight with a mitzvah yom. It's just that she can't go to the mikveh in the middle of that day because in the middle of that day it's also considered yom shvi. Just like the beginning of the day was considered yom shvi. He says by a par yom rishay nikra ben shalosh avagam b'soif shana oit nikra ben shalosh. At the end of the year, it's also called a ben shalosh. The beginning of the year is considered sufficient exposure. It's considered being nichnas into the third year, and therefore he says the same exact thing would hold true by nida that the beginning of the seventh day would be considered exposure to the seventh day but the reason why we wouldn't allow her to go to the mikvah in the middle of the day is because it's still considered the seventh day and the Torah says for seven days she's Tmeya. This kasha of the Aruch Liner is built on our understanding the Rashash's understanding that Yom Echad B'Shana Chashav Shana or for that matter the dinner mixes Yom Kekulay is not halacha that the one day is considered like a full year and after that one day is over now it's considered like a new year and who had the din of mitzvah yom kekuloi doesn't mean that after that mitzvah yom it's considered like a new day. Rather, we say that the yom echad is considered sufficient exposure to that year. But the hemshech of that year is definitely considered part of the same year. Now, at the end, the Aruch Liner says that the possible explanation in the Gemara in the Kavachomer that he just asked on is based on the Ritva. That's all he says. He says v'yeshli yashiv ktsas al pi divrei what is it that the Ritva says? The Ritva says that when Isha sees for seven days, and on the seventh day she stops seeing Dam, and then she goes to the mikveh afterwards, we should look at it like a par that was nishchat. Just like when you shecht a par after it started its third year, we say that it had a shame par because it was sufficiently exposed to its third year. There was a schalo of the third year. So too, on the seventh day of the Isha's Nidus, if she stops seeing Dam and then goes to the mikveh, we should look at it like her Nidus is over and she observed a seven days. So one should definitely be ma'ayin in the ritva, in the sugya, because these are dvarim amukim. Let's continue. 
After the Gemara says, the Kalvachimer, that shows that Reb Meir, who holds Yom Echa B'Shana, Choshev Shana, should definitely hold to the Kalvachimer if it's in the beginning, and therefore the Brisa that was Matzrich, 30 days at the end of your first year, Legabi Arla can't be going according to Reb Meir. So the Gemara says, so what would you like to say, that it's going according to Reb Lazar? There's still a problem, because the Gemara explains, based on the Mishnah and Shvius, that you should really need 60 days before Rosh Hashanah. And that is because until the Natiya actually takes root, it takes 30 days. After it takes root, then we could say that another 30 days is considered a full year. Because according to Rabbi Lazar, Shloshim Yom B'Shanah Chashiv Shana. And to this effect, the Gemara brings a Mishnah in Shviyas. It says, Ein noiten ve'im avrichen ve'im arkivn erev Shviyas pachis milamid yoyim lufnei Rosh Hashanah. And this is because if you plant it within 30 days to Shviyas, then it's going to take root on Shviyas. Now on the surface, this is a very strange idea. Why do we care that the tree is taking root during Shviyas? The only Isser that a person has is to actually plant something during Shviyas. But here the person planted it before Shviyas started. So from here, the Minchas Chinuch in Mitzvah Reish Sarechetz brings a Raya that in the Mitzvah of Shemitah there is a Mitzvah of Shvisa on the Karka itself. Since it says Vishav Saha Oretz, so there is a Lacha that the Karka has to rest. And if a person does a Misa that causes the Karka to work on Shviyas because a person did a Pu'ula that then in turn had the tree take root during the Shemitah, that is an Isser. And he explains that that's the difference between Shabbos and Shemitah. On Shabbos, right before Shabbos, if a person puts a seed into the ground or an Atiyah into the ground and somehow it were to take root on Shabbos, you wouldn't be over anything because on Shabbos the Isser is for the person to be Shabbos. Mashiach came by Shemitah, there's an added element of the Din that the Karka has to rest. However, many Rishonim understand that the whole Isra over here is only a din of Maris Ayin, because people will see a small Natiya that's just starting to take root. In the beginning of Shviyas, they won't realize that the person planted it before Shviyas, they'll think that he actually planted it on Shviyas. So if that, there's no raya to the Yisoyed of the Menches Chinuch, that there's a halacha on the Karka, that it has to be Shoivis. Now, in the Mishnah that the Gemara brings down, there are various shitas. As we mentioned, the Tanakhama's shita, according to one gear, so this is Rebeliezer, it takes 30 days for klita, for the tree to take root. Rabbi Yehuda argues, and he says, It takes three days for the tree to take root. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon say, Two weeks. And that's why the Gemara says that According to the Tanakama, that you need 30 days for it to take root, then in our case of Arla, you would need to have 30 days in order for it to take root, and then an additional 30 days if you hold that only Shloshim Yom B'Shana, Chashiv Shana. Now there's a very fundamental question that we have to ask about these shitas in the Mishnah and Shviyas. Whether this man klita is 30 days, whether it's 3 days or 2 weeks, what does that mean? There are two ways to understand. Number one, you can understand that it's impossible for a tree to take root in less than 30 days according to and it's impossible for it to take root in less than three days according to Rabbi Yehuda, and according to Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Shimon, it's impossible for it to take root in less than two weeks. However, you could learn differently. You could learn that each one of these Tanoim is saying his Shita 
in when we assume that it Vadai already took root. Not that it cannot take root earlier than these manim. Rather, they're all stating the maximum amount of time that they believe that it takes the tree in order to take root. But of course it can happen in less time. Now this second tzad is a bit mashma from the Lushan of Rabbi Yehuda. Because his Lushan is, Kalar The mashmos is that it never takes longer than three days to take root. But it's definitely possible for it to happen in less time. And therefore, it should at least be a suffix if it took root in less time. This is a diak that the Sfas Emes makes from the Lushan of Rabbi Yehuda. However, he says that the Lushan of Rashi in Debar Maschil de Tnan is not mashma that way. Because Rashi's Lushan is the Ein Netia Kailetes Bepachas Milamad Yoim. Which means that according to Rabbi Eliezer who holds that the period which it takes for Klita is 30 days, it cannot happen. Ein Netia Kailetes in less than 30 days. It doesn't take root in less than that amount of time. It sounds like it's a vadai that it cannot happen in less than 30 days. Lefishi to Sir Says this Fasemis, there's a big nafkemina between these two tzadim, le'inyin, anything that's totally on Suffolk. One example of such a thing is Legabe Arla and Chutzlarts. The halacha is that you can be makel by Arla and Chutzlarts since it's a Suffolk Durabonan. What happens if a person was Naitea in less than the Zman of Klita? Lamashal, according to Eliezer, the person planted a tree less than 60 days until Rosh Hashanah. So we just learned that you need to give it 60 days because in order to be considered that one full year has passed, if you hold Shloishim Yoim B'Shana Chashiv Shana, then you first need 30 days in order for the tree to take root, and then you have to have another 30 days to be considered your first year. And of course, if you hold that Yoim Echa B'Shana Chashiv Shana, then you need to have 30 days plus one day. Well, what happens in Chutzlaret if the person planted it less than this amount of time before Rosh Hashanah? Could we say that it's at least a suffix? Perhaps it took root in less time, and then you have... Either your Yom Echad B'Shana, which is Chashiv Shana, so you already finished your first year, or if you hold that you need 30 days in order to be considered a Shana, so you have your 30 days. And we didn't suffix, we could be makel by Arlas Chutzlarts and say that your first year has passed and you only need two additional years. Interestingly enough, this Fasemis himself in Menachas, Daf Ayin Amibayz, makes a diak in the Rambam by Arla and Shviz, where the Rambam paskins, like the Shita over here, Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shimon, that it takes two weeks for a tree to take root. The Lashon of the Rambam, Perk Tes, Halachaches, and Hilchas, Maishashen, Vinetta Revai, is Vekamo who stam haklita, Luchalai Lanis, Shte Shabbosis. The Lashon of stam klita means that this is the stam of the Milsa, not that it's a Vadai that it cannot happen before then. And that's also the Lashon of the Rambam in Per Gimel, Hilchashviyas, Halachayur Aleph, stam klita, Shte Shabbosis. Now the Turi Evan in our Sugya brings down a Yushalmi that actually speaks out that these manim that are given in our Gemara are said bestam. But if the person knows, he says he's a bari, that it already took root before this man, then it would be mutter. And the Turiyevan himself, in the Chuvis, in the Shagasari HaKadoshes, Simon Zion, he says this Yerushalmi is the Makar for the Rambam, who says that stam klita is two weeks. And obviously the shiurim that were given are given... As maximum shiurim, it doesn't take longer than this amount of time, like we're medayik in the Lushin of the Mishnah itself. So it comes out that we really have a machloikis between Rashi and the Rambam, how to understand these shiurim. According to Rashi, the shiurim that are given are meant as minimum shiurim. It never takes root in less time than the shir that each Tana says. 
And according to the Rambam, they're maximum shiurim. And like we said, the Rambam is backed up by the Yerushalmi. They're maximum shiurim that if it doesn't happen yet, by this amount of time, it will not happen later. Shuv enay niklat. But it certainly has the ability to take root earlier. If you take a look at the Shalz Chuvis Chassam Soifer, Yoridaeus, Simon Reish Peydalid, he seems to assume, like the Rambam, even though he doesn't bring down the Rambam, and he says that it's not Mistavar to say that there's Machloikis Tanoim here as to when the Klita actually takes place. You're not going to have one Tana saying that it doesn't happen before three days, another Tana saying that it doesn't happen before two weeks, and another Tana saying that it takes a full month. Not only is it rare to have such a Machloikis in Metzias, it is also something that you look and you'll see that it's not true. He says the Metzias is Mechiach, that this is not the case and everybody is in agreement that by three days and perhaps even before three days it could take root the whole machlokes is what's the maximum shear if it didn't happen bismana when can we say that the koyach has already been pasak the koyach of the zriya is no longer operative enough and it will no longer be able to take root but everybody holds that it's possible and curve levade that it will be niklat before this man that they say. However, the Chazanish in Shvius, Simen Yud Zayin, Sif Chofches, says the opposite. He says, even though they're arguing here about the minimum shear of Klita, nevertheless, he says, this is not a machloikis in Metzius, like what's obviously bothering the Chassam Soifer. You're not going to have machloikis in Metzius from when it's really Niklat. He says, everybody agrees that there is some sort of Tchilas Klita in the Karka already at three days. The whole machloikis is whether that little bit of Klita is enough to be considered that it's Mechubar to the Karka, or you need more more. Now, everything that we've been mentioning until now relates to trees. What about when a person plants tvua? So the Turi Evan in our sugya assumes for the Pashit that the shiurim are equal. The same way there's machlekes tanoim over here. Three days, two weeks, and thirty days. Legabe netias, so too legabe being mashrish tvua in the ground, you would have the same exact machlekes. And the Turi Evan, again, in his chuvas, in the Shal's chuvas, he says the same thing, except over there he brings down a Trumas Adeshen, who's discussing Tvua becoming Nishrash, taking root before the Oimer, and over there the Trumas Adeshen says that three days would be enough. Now it happens to be that the Shach and the Nukudus HaKesef in Hilchas Chadash, Yerodeh, Simon Reish, Tzadik Gimel, and the Dog Marvava, and Kivega and the Gillian over there, all ask on the Trumas Adeshen, how could you say that three days would be enough if we paskin that you need two weeks? answers the Chuvis Mishkinus Yaakov in the end of Simon Samach Zion that the shear of Klita by Natias and the shear of Ashrasha by Zroim by Tfua is not the same. And he even points out that the shear of the Korn to the Tanakama by a tree is 30 days. And he says that is Vadai and Burr Le'ain Koil that you do not need 30 days for Tfua to take root. In fact, by 30 days is already growing. He actually brings a medrish in Bereshis that says, However, the Nodi Yehuda in Madura Tinyana, Erechayim, Simon Peydalid, he brings that there were those that wanted to be Miyashev, the Trumas Adeshin, this way, but he says it's not true. And he points out that in the Rambam you see no Zecher to this Chilik. And indeed, in the Dogma Revava, which was written by Nebuda, he asks the question that we said before, because he does not agree to this chilek. However, the Chsam Sofer that we mentioned before, says a beautiful Yishuv 
to the Chumash Hadeshen based on an idea that we said before. And that is that if you hold that the Shiurim that were being said over here is like we were Daik and the Rambam, that they're all maximum Shiurim. Which means that everybody is in agreement that it's possible for things to take root earlier. And we explained that an Afgamina between Rashi and the Rambam is what would be in a situation of Suffolk. According to Rashi, it's impossible, according to the Tanakama, that things would take root in less than 30 days. And it's also impossible, according to Rabbi Yosin and Shimon, that things will take root in less than two weeks. But according to the Rambam, we explained that these are only shiurim of Stam Klita. It's definitely possible. The question is, when can we assume that it happens? Memela says the Chassam Seifer that the Trumas Adeshen holds that Chadash Bizman Hazeh, which is what he's talking about when he's discussing things taking root before the Oimer, Chadash Bizman Hazeh, and by Nachram is kill, it's more lenient, it's treated like a Durabanan, and besafik you go lekula. Therefore, even though ordinarily we pass in Ligabi other dinam that you need two weeks, but before two weeks, it's treated like a suffik. And by Chodesh Zmanazet, and Bishel Nachrim, we're more makel, and we take the lower shear. It's interesting that we don't allow you to go less than three days, which we said before that it could be a suffix, according to everybody as well. But that much, the Trumas Hadeshim was willing to be makel, and say that since it's Negea, a suffix of a Drabanan, something gets more kill, so we're makel like the shear of three days. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.